millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. In terms of your childhood, what are your defining moments when it comes to beauty wellness self-care looking after yourself are there any moments that kind of stand out to you that define your your beauty and wellness and self-care sensibilities first of all I love this question not because I'm (laughs) like a narcissist but because I have so many (laughs) 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 Um, but um yeah I have so many so I come from I I think we spoke about this already but I am very bad in Bengali which means I come from a very bad background yeah Um, and um that means that we are audaciously colorful and loud and yes. in particular I'm Sileti which is from the northeast I grew and up I- with so many people from Silet so many in school dang, and dang. friends and, and <laughs> such cool people honestly we're the best I'm sorry but we're, I mean <laughs> literally like our food bangs our language bangs like our girls are so pink beautiful like, what, beautiful we are so wholesome and well-rounded I mean you know anyway sorry back to the question so (laughs) um talking about coming from Bangladeshi background is that I grew up with women um so a lot of Bangladeshi backgrounds I feel like are very well a lot of celebrity backgrounds I've I've seen that we've got quite a lot of matriarchal households and because of that um you know my mum and my aunts and my grandmothers and like oh, I've got so many cousins I come from a very big family mm-hmm. um everyone was so proudly feminine and there was never this thing of if I'm feminine I'm seen as being weak if anything it kind of like tied into each other like I feel like South Asian or you know black and brown or, and even like Bangladeshi femininity it's very like strong but powerful and very yeah. strong and feminine like I can't I'm trying to put it into words it's almost like it's almost like flower power that's the best way I can describe it because we love putting flowers in our hair but there's also something about us that's about it like, there's a resilience yeah. about us as well and I think it's because in our culture there's no such thing as like oh you're wearing a beautiful sorrow you must be meek you know there's no such thing as like beauty being seen as like well 
you must be there's definitely a thing of like there's still this like misogynistic thing of like a question on intelligence I think that's like worldwide a lot of yeah. people think that you know if you're a beautiful woman you can't have brains and all of that and I think that happens across all cultures but when it comes to like memories and beauty I just remember my mum I have this like specific memory when I, I think I was six and my mum it was a random Saturday and my mum wore this like black sheer by the way Mm. not the most halal outfit but we can't separate <laughs> anyway um hey. she literally um black and red rose sari and it's like the blouse was like this like crop blouse super cute she was in the house and she was like perfuming her hair because that's what we do mm. and she's got very like I have I was gonna say unfortunately but I know a lot of people are gonna hate me for saying that I do have very like thick straight black hair it's but I've always by the way thank you Love I mean much at the same time I've always craved curls and I will do anything to make my hair curly um but I'm literally even thinking about getting a perm but anyway um <laughs> but my but my mum's got incredible wavy long hair and her hair yeah. like like at that point hit her waist wow. um so you can imagine like I'm watching her poof up her hair um, it's the late 90s, early noughties. Um, she's like in this black and red rose, you know, sheer sari. She's she's always had a classic red lipstick, always. Um, she's got like gold jewellery on because obviously Vessies, we know how to put on gold. Like actually a lot of, even like I, in East African culture, there's so much gold and the way that it's entwined in gold, culture. Yeah. It's such a big deal, right? Um, and she goes downstairs and I just remember her like literally like with her sorry, like flapping behind her, walking downstairs, like shimmering downstairs. And my dad looks at her and we're in the kitchen. He's like, oh, you're wearing that today? And she's like, oh, yeah. And then he's like, oh, okay, is that my wife? And I think she was like, oh. <laughs> and like they, they have this like whole thing and they flirt with each other. And then they're like, obviously canoodle. And I'm just like, ah. Um, <laughs> which I know actually isn't a common thing, but in our household, like affection between my parents was always like, alhamdulillah like a big thing but that's Same. like one of the memories I have so it, it was very much like her taking time to like perfuming sorry waist long hair bro that is not a two-second job but it's like no it's not it's not like we we also have a very similar tradition with um something called onsi which is like a resin mixed with oil and oud and frankincense and sugar and you burn it on top of coal and you kind of fragrance your hair or what you do is as well is my mum would just kind of put it on the floor and then hang her clothes on that kind of clothes rack and then just before she's about to go out let the kind of the cloud just kind of envelops the clothes and scents the clothes and then after that you kind of scent your hair after that as well so that's been from a young age my mum's always been like just before we go on a night out she's like come 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 and she'll like fragrance your clothes fragrance you and it's just and it's also I believe I think it's also part of like seducing your husband we love it Love it. So fragrance I is, I think, a very massive part, at least of, of so many cultures as well. And mm. I think when it comes to like fragrancing, like you said, waist long hair, that's no no small feat. So I'm sure. And I'm especially sure because uh, I know that she came out of the shower, she would like shampooed and conditioned her hair. She would have dried her hair. And then when it's, yeah. and I think in our culture, oiling your hair before you wash it is a very big thing. So I yep. oil my hair once a week and that's something that I've continued to harp on back to the question when you talk when it and when I think about beauty memories and wellness memories and hair care and skincare and all the things it takes to like look after yourself there are so many traditions probably like yourself I've continued in my adulthood and I can't imagine life without them like yesterday I woke up and while I was doing work I put on a turmeric face mask 
Mm. And like, it was so normal. Like, you know, I'm working from home at the moment. I'm not, by the way, if anyone listens to this, I didn't just walk into like a random office and put on a tumor face mask. But no, I'm <laughs> and yeah. I put on a tumor face mask while I was like doing some admin. And again, that's so normal. Like, it's so normal to like do that, steam your face, to like, um, before I wash my hair, I rub in like amla oil, mustard oil. Wow. Um, I don't do coconut oil because my hair isn't dry. It's the opposite. It's very greasy. But my mum mm. does coconut oil. Um, so lots of different oil, lots of different felds. Um, always before I wash my hair. Like, and I massage it. It's like a whole thing where you like massage it and you take the time to massage it in and you like rub it and you go around and you use your fingertips and like the palms. Sometimes you use like the flat palm, the flat sides of your palm um, to rub in like the bigger parts of your scalp. Nice. Um, for stimulation. And I have so many memories where at my grandma's house, it's literally a train of women like oiling our hair. Like we were literally, it was like my grandma, um, getting her hair oiled by my aunt um, then I'm oiling my aunt's hair and then my other aunt's oiling my hair then my mum's oiling my other aunt's hair and another aunt like it was literally like uh and we were all properly oiling our hair and that. there's another um I can't remember what it's called it's an ingredient oh maybe it's neem oil or something but basically it's an oil that cools your scalp and that's it's really good for your scalp and it makes neem is really cooling I believe yeah and it's quite antibacterial and very cooling yeah. on the scalp Maybe it is neat, but I remember like my grandma always has that. She kind of, she smells like that too. I don't know about you, but I feel so pain when I like literally oil my hair and I plait my hair and walk around with my gold jewelry, and I just feel so like connected to my roots. Do you mm. have that? For me, it's like I'm fresh out of the shower. Mm-hmm. and I've washed my hair I've put oil in my hair I've creamed my body I've done yeah. my skincare and then either I plait my hair or I just let it kind of just dry mm. naturally and I'm wearing um in Somali it's called abati so it's mm. just like um it's like a, just a one piece long dress mm. usually for nights out and special occasions it's see-through um and sheer whereas this is very opaque it's patterned and you just kind of walk around in the house and you just feel like the breeze just kind of goes in yeah. and out and you just kind of walk you just feel amazing even more so when I'm when I was in Somalia I felt like that you just it's the yeah. tradition you go any house you go to especially if you're a guest or if you've actually gone to stay with them it's a culture where you actually gift the guest a bati to wear brand new and they wear it they have to go into the bedroom and undress and put that bati on and chill with you because it's like their home so you've come home to stay with us and so you just kind of you kind of let your hair loose and you just chill and you're sitting down that's when I feel absolutely my best that's when I feel peng like I'm like yeah hey, I feel good. Oh, it's I want, not when I'm dolled up I want to be you all the time but I mean not only for a second I want to be you all the time but even <laughs> we have the same thing but we call it mexi so obviously yeah. from, like the word maxi but from um but it's for yeah it's we it's exactly the same thing it's opaque full length as some kind of print I've literally got so many whenever yeah. I'm in Belgium or anywhere actually in Asia I'll always buy mexi my grandma to this day still walks around in a Mexi all day everywhere to everywhere and what she'll do is that she'll buy material specifically and cut it out for her like tailor it to her size nice. um, for um, a Mexi but do you know what one thing I would really love to talk about and something that you've like just touched on Muslim hospitality bro around the world yeah elite chef's kiss it we is. do it because the whole thing even when you're saying is it a bati have I said it right yeah bati yeah abati um yeah even the fact that you're gifting someone that comes to your home and they get changed that's got to do with cleanliness how many of us like 
come home and like think about like we don't really think about our outdoor clothes or we you know like in British culture you don't think about that right or like um whereas that is that is like such a high form of cleanliness and also it's such a great way to tell someone that they belong in your home and I think that's so beautiful yeah it is it's such a it's such a nice aspect of our faith that kind of actually reminds me of what you mentioned about the the oiling of like all the women in your family sitting down and oiling one another and taking care of each other's hair and scalp and stuff like that and I'm thinking in terms of we've got self-care as in you're looking after just yourself but there's also taking care of the collective and Bangladeshi culture, Somali culture, the Muslim faith, by default, we are very collectivistic. Mm. Um, You don't just take care of yourself, you take care of the collective. And I think when you take care of the collective, naturally, by default, you care for yourself as well. So I was thinking, how, how does your, how does Islam and your faith influence how you take care of yourself and others as well? And just kind of how you see how you see this because we've got cleanliness like you said we're required to for example shave we have to clean ourselves in order to pray like mm. cleanliness is a massive part Such of our faith and you know what the funny thing is like this is so random but I went to um a cafe the other day and it was a new cafe in Birmingham and um I went to the Louvre and the loos and the cafe, I can't even explain it. It was like a different level of cleanliness. And it was an East African cafe. And I remember walking around in this cafe, ordering my drink and being like, no, this is like Muslim <laughs> cleanliness. I can't explain, uh, yeah. I can't, uh, unless you travel to Muslim countries a lot, or you have friends that are Muslim when you walk into their houses, you can like, even the way that we, before anyone comes to our house the way that we will clean the house it's still a thing even though I'm second third generation British that's still a thing Mm. when it comes to my faith and self-care Islam informs I'm not joking when I say it's probably about 95% of my self-care and I'm not I mean alhamdulillah and I'm so grateful for that by the fact that for me prayer is important not because and it's important to me because I think I came back to faith um I came back to faith in like my mid-twenties out of like my own agency because I think we all go through that thing of like we go up and down with faith and that's yeah. a very normal natural relationship with faith Definitely. Um, but the way it informs my life is the fact that the fact that I have to get up five times a day and I have to literally like be grateful five times a day for five to ten minutes a day which is technically maybe like an hour yoga class at the end of the day altogether, yeah when you right? really add it all together it's such a good point yeah when you add it all together um I have to like be grateful I have to like ask for forgiveness for if I've hurt anyone if I've done anything that would like mislead myself or others I have to really count my blessings and then I have to like pray for myself and loved ones I think that's such a powerful example of collective self-care it's not even collective care it's not even self-care like collective care and the power of really learning in your adulthood that you can literally lean on Allah for anything I think I was raised in a way where it was like you raise because you pray because you have to and the punishment and it's all that kind of stuff but you know it's much more it, we I wasn't raised in a way where um you could go to God for like the small things because it's almost like don't waste his time you know yes whereas, yes whereas, whereas now I'm like Allah like I'm going through a really bad act 
happy breakup I would just love it if you could just like help me with this genuinely I would yeah. talk and, and having those conversations really informs my self-care um but then also having like bigger conversations like what's happening with Palestine and then like questioning like humanity and then thinking about what we can do to help so yeah it sounds very deep so I won't be questioned on judgment day what I didn't do you know and um, think things like that really inform my self-care because it I think the biggest thing about self-care is at the end of the day it's a checkpoint you're checking yourself yeah so I think dua itself and prayer itself is the biggest way I check myself even when I'm distracted in prayer I'm like I'm so sorry God for wasting your time today because I don't know why I was like so concerned about this meeting I've got in like an hour's time when I, this could have just you yeah. know been like a really touching moment for five minutes also things like it's not just about like prayer but I think the way Islam informs my self-care is or just caring for others in general is even the even scripture itself the way it's like you know care for your brothers what you care for yourself that means that I need to literally care for myself and I think sometimes we forget that um so yeah there are so many parts to Islam and also like the cleanliness thing is obviously such a big thing um like spiritual um especially like after your period like looking after yourself you know fasting Ramadan is a really big thing for me genuinely and it always has been in our family like Ramadan is such a big time of the year as it is for so many Muslim families um because it's such a way it's such a big cleanse like I feel like it's the biggest cleanse of your soul like you could do right reset in an entirety yeah you completely reset everything yeah, and I recommend it like to anyone, even if you're not Muslim, genuinely just do it for a month to see how yeah. much things change. And I think doing that thing of like, even after Ramadan, doing something for someone else. So for example, in our case, it would be God or and also our loved ones, like looking after people who don't have as much as we do kind of thing. The act of doing that every single day for 30 days, I feel like it's a, the biggest reset because it, it makes you realize like, wow, I'm like this tiny dot not even a dot in this huge universe yeah and sometimes self-care it can become narcissistic it can become like like self-obsession I've never I always feel like that's when it's actually not helpful you know no it can kind of take on this idea of um burying your head under the sand because self-care Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.